we want to we, you know that we we want the birth control all birth control options yeah. available to anyone who wants them. We just want them to know the side effects, the, the pros and cons, because there's pros and cons to all of them. But I was going to say that you know now now that I'm 53 and I still get a cycle, and I've made we've made this movie. And I've learned so much. It is fascinating. It's like it's like flipping the script on like understanding. Oh my god, I'm more creative at this time of the month. Or these yes. ebbs and flows are. It's it's it makes sense, you know, that we follow the cycle of the moon, and it's a way of looking at it as opposed to hating my period, hating on it. It's really like, wow, this is what makes me me, and and I've come to a place where I do track my cycle, and the fact that I still get a period at fifty three, I am embracing it because it does make me feel like I have my vitality still, and you know, it's yeah, it's been a journey. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it, yeah, it's just it's just so interesting, and to hear everyone's stories from the film. And outside, it's just, it's important. This stuff really matters. Yeah, there's just such a, it might sound cheesy, but it's like, I loved myself more when I realized that, like, my body had that innate power to be in a cycle. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, the the week after my period, I'm, like, on fire. I'm social. I'm creative. Uh-huh. I'm this. But then during my period, I'm very introspective. And yeah. and honoring that and, and cycle syncing yep. is yep. what I kind of know it as has yep. changed my life. Yeah. I'm no longer doing yeah. HIIT workouts yeah. the week of my period. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's just it brought a whole new level of self-love, mm-hmm. body love, and appreciation that, like, I didn't know. Yeah. Existed. And I think that it's, you know, eliminating cycles, which is exactly what hormonal yes. birth control does, right? So I'm sure because you've had like Elisa Vitti on the show and you you know, but I mean, essentially it kind of puts you in like a permanent luteal phase, you know? And I think that that's a very masculine way to live. And it's, and it's really a very masculine way to approach life. And it's not innate, I think, to like a cisgendered female body. And I do think looking back in that decade in my 20s when I was on it, I actually, I was like so success oriented and so achievement oriented. And I was achieving a lot and I was very successful and driven, but my ambition was like overriding. And I actually look back on a lot of situations and feel that I was really disconnected from my empathy and I I just wasn't connected, you know, and I, and I think that's all part when you change your hormonal makeup, when you change your sex hormones, it affects your brain, it affects your personality, it affects everything about you. And that's, that's the part of this that I, you know, we found in the film gets taken too lightly to say that, you know, mood or depression is a a side effect is to so trivialize Mm -hmm. women's mental health. It changes you. Yes. It really does. What you were saying is very typical about the sense of like, well, I just felt kind of blah, but, you know, there wasn't anything like so specific. There wasn't this like crazy side effect. And, you know, one of the, a a lot of people in the film, they would describe like coming off birth control as like their, their life was like a two dimensional drawing. And then suddenly it became like Mm. 3D in color. Or they felt like sort of a, a veil was pulled off their eyes. You know, it's it's subtle, right? But it's not subtle when it's yes. how you're meeting the world every day. Absolutely. I want to talk about like the the complexity of this because in watching the documentary, I was so because I didn't know 
the origins of like when birth control came out and the marketing behind it, the languaging, and really what it meant to the women's movement, the women's health movement. I didn't realize that. And in seeing that, I was like, oh, this is so complex mm-hmm. because this potential risk for your health is is masked in like freedom. Right. Here yes. you go. Right. Here you go. Go out. Like, you know, express yourself sexually and do not worry about getting pregnant. Continue your careers and your aspirations. That sounds mm-hmm. good, I guess, right? Like for most women, especially at that time, and I just, I found myself getting pissed because I'm like, man, that that was such a, you know, for lack of a better word, like genius marketing move yeah. to mask it in that freedom. Can you talk a little bit about that in creating this film and just bringing that to the forefront? Because I can imagine perhaps you were sold the same thing when you went on birth control, kind of that feeling of like freedom. Empowerment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it isn't what's empowering, right, is to have control over your fertility. Mm -hmm. That's really what's empowering. It's not empowering if you are taking a medication that has never fully been explained to you and you're unaware, you don't have true informed consent. That is not empowering. It's really, I think, you know, not about a focus on like a particular product or drug, but it's very complicated because, yes, so much of, you know, women's emancipation is tied into this. And it's definitely from a workplace level, you know, I think the pill, mm. oh my God, it was like transformative, right, in the 60s and, and, and 70s to, to level the playing field. I think that all of these movements, right, they evolve. And we didn't know, like, we didn't know about the Nelson pill hearings when we started making this movie. We didn't know the history. Mm. I didn't know there was a feminist health movement in the 70s. Like, we didn't know that women were protesting the pill and interrupting Senate hearings. Sadly, I think, you know, because of this sort of widespread adoption of this as sort of like, this is, you know, okay, you just put girls on synthetic hormones and they just stay on synthetic hormones until they're ready to procreate. It's become such a sort of unquestioned Mm. part of women's journey that I think there's this really, like, there's just silence and fear around this conversation. That's one of the reasons we wanted to take on this movie because we're so clearly pro-choice and pro-access and we're Mm -hmm. liberal. So we wanted to create a space to say, it's okay. Like there has to be a safe space to have these conversations, to discuss the downsides, right, of birth control. And we felt it was important to look at really all the downsides, which can be fatal. Yes, mm-hmm. which we we show in the movie. And so we think it's important to, sh- to show the range because again, if you know and you're informed and look, if you, if you like, really, really need to be on birth control, but it depresses you. So you're going to take an antidepressant and that's what you choose. Like if that's what you choose, if you're like, well, I feel good on my antidepressant and my birth control Mm -hmm. pill because I cannot give up my birth control. Fantastic. Like we stand for you. We support you. There's no judgment in this, in this space. But I think that What we've noticed is that, you know, especially for, let's say, millennials and Gen Z, 
this is not a complicated conversation to have at all. It seems to start (laughs) at the like Gen X up. That's Mm -hmm. where you get sort of like, you know, I would say more like the feminists. Yes, because these are feminists that remember when, you know, these options weren't available and how can you question them? And, you know, any word spoken out against the pill is like a strike against women, right? Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.